Alright, welcome back to Cora and Lowry, episode easy as one, two, three. 123. I'm here live and in person. Recording this a day early on May the 8th, year of our Lord, 2023. Sam Carter, what's shaking, bacon? Um, I mean, nothing. I mean, we're kind of winded down here, just counting the days. Just counting the days, he says. Well, it's time for um, my opening question, and you're probably counting down the days to when uh, pools are opening up, and here's my question for you today. What is the temperature where if it's below that temperature, you're not getting in a pool, and if it's above that temperature, you're getting in? Like, what is the cutoff line for Sam Carter to get into a swimming pool? Um, I'm going to say, I mean, I feel like I'm... I'm pretty resistant. Yeah. Okay. I think that you know the perfect temperature for it to be, and you know when the pool is you know ice cold. I mean you want it to be in a nice eighty-five. Okay. But you know I'm if it's below, I'm gonna say seventy. If it's below seventy. Um, the pool's probably not open, but I could probably go a little lower than that. If it was 65 degrees inside, you would jump in a pool? I might, well, given the opportunity. Well, that's bold. I'm, I'm going to say 70 is definitely my cutoff line. If it's 68 degrees outside, or 69, I don't think I would want to get in. Um, but, I mean, that's personal preference. Um, some people, it's got to be really hot. Like, they won't even get in. Like, my mom, unless it's like 95 degrees, it's not happening. Yeah. But, you know... We're almost that time uh, of the year. And speaking of that time, uh, you know, a short amount of time was taken uh, for the Derby this year, you know, as always. The two, the, the most exciting two minutes in American sports. Uh, Mage takes it with the late run, uh, reincarnate, because of just short, Sam's uh, name pick. Lord Miles, unfortunately, was banned because his trainer was found to be abusing his other horses. Sure. So, unfortunately, we didn't get to see Lord Miles run. Definitely would have had to had uh, definitely would have had to have uh, our man Miles Harbon here to talk about that if he'd come out with the victory. Uh, but just question, you know, we're gonna keep it uh, kind of retrospective here today on Corin Lowry. Listen to this take, Sam. Tell me if you agree. I think that the Kentucky Derby is the most American sporting event there is. Now, hear me out. You have a lot of people around a track. You know, it's got the big size. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's so much gambling surrounding it, it's unbelievable. Of course, the alcohol aspect is there as well. And, I mean, it's they're racing horses. It, it, it feels very American. Do you agree or disagree? I 100% disagree. Um, I think that you're forgetting what America is, and that is the working class. Um, this is very much so outside of the working class. That's true. Probably only the top two percent own horses. Do you know anyone that I'm, owns horses? I'm saying top two percent. I don't know anyone that owns a horse, much less multiple horses that race in the Kentucky Derby. All right, you gotta keep going. My, so you know the obvious answer I think would be baseball, but you know I don't think Americans these days are patient enough for that. So the most American sport is football, 
I said event, sporting event. Okay, the Super Bowl event. Okay. Just big people hitting each other, and the alcohol aspect is there yeah. tenfold. Wow. Well, maybe you're right, but I feel like it's just like the gambling. I guess there's gambling in the Super Bowl too, but I don't know. So you're saying Super Bowl no willingness to to come over to the Kentucky Derby. You said you're, I'm 100% incorrect. Yeah. On an opinionated question, though you're saying. I'm saying there's probably horse racing in England. Yeah, but it's not as American as the Kentucky Derby. I just, I don't think it's that, you know, American. I think that. Well, well, you shut me down here. That's uh end of conversation, I guess. But, but uh, the real answer is the classic July 4th hot dog eating contest. Oof, man. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. <laughs> I can't believe anybody really watches that. Do you not? I, I tend to stay away from that. It, it's, it's quite. Um, I can't older. believe anyone wouldn't watch it. I think it's disgusting. Oh, it to is watch. foul. I mean, Joey Chestnut. He's won like fifteen. I mean, that's it's unbelievable. I just want to know, like, what's the worst sickness he's ever had? Like, that would be the question I would ask him if he were here on Corin Leonard. Featuring Joey Chestnut. One day. One day. Well, that's it for Kentucky Derby coverage. Um, we knew nothing about horse racing, but really, is there any strategy in horse racing? Like, they got the analyst for NBC talking about it for like five hours before. I feel like that's unnecessary. Like, how Ooh, much I strategy mean, really is there? There, you could like pinch the, know when to go on the outside and know when to pinch the corners. I'm but like pinch the inside. I'm just saying it's excessive that there's seven hours of airtime taken up. Yeah, seven time. hours is a little extra. Yeah, I would uh, I would tend to agree. Well, uh, speaking of extra, that was a nice segue, Sam, because uh, the Baltimore Orioles suffered a tough extra innings loss yeah. last night. But first, let's get to the Seattle Mariners. And this isn't a video podcast, but if you could see, I'm wearing my Mariners jersey today because they reached 500 again. And that maybe just goes to show how poor of a franchise the Mariners are. But uh, back to second in the division after taking on the Astros last night. 5-1 uh, in the week. Great week. Swept the A's who were terrible. Did you know the Mariners-A's game, Sam, this week had 2,000 people there? Obviously, the A's are moving to Las Vegas, so people were protesting inside. So they, some of those fans probably you know, protest instead, but... Just kind of thoughts on, uh, you know, should they even... Let's think about it like this. Would it be better for the world if the Oakland Athletics just said, you know what, we're not going to play any of the games, we're going to forfeit them, let's just save the stadium space and book other concerts and such there? I mean, what, what do you think? I don't know why you would do that. I'm just saying they're just so terrible. And their their fans are... I mean, there's more people protesting them playing than people watching them playing. I don't know. You you mess up other teams' schedules by doing that. And I don't know. I feel like you're not really with with me here. I'm, I am on against this you. Well, I'm against you. On this you know one. what? Uh, that's a good reason because that lives in the hypothetical of what happened. Uh, but got a great series win against the Astros. Uh, J. Rod with the huge. Uh, a couple of home runs in that series, um, you know, big divisional series to win there. 
starting another series tonight against the Rangers. So hopefully he can move a little bit closer to that division lead. Uh, but yeah, looking uh, looking mighty fine uh, in a pretty position. I wouldn't say the ultimate position, but um, you know perhaps you know a solid position if you want to put it that way. Uh, but Sam, let's turn it over to the uh, Baltimore Orioles here. So the O's, you know, lose two thrillers. True. Um, one on Saturday night uh, in a walk-off home run. And then, but Friday night got the victory. That was big. Orioles yet to lose a series opener. Um, take that. It's for, impressive. For what it's I worth. I think it's, it's impressive. Um... But, you know, as far as the statistics go, I mean, it, it's, it's the same as last week. Um, the pitching, not terrible against the Bravos. Um, That's true. But, you know. And they made a dramatic comeback. I think they were down like eight runs against the Royals in one of those games and came back. Yeah. I think the f- final of that game was like 15-13. to 13. So the pitching, you know, it's a struggle. But I think that, you know, they've gotten themselves out to this early lead. Let's see how they can maintain in a lo- absolutely loaded um, AL East that has four teams right now in the playoff picture. We'll take you through that. you got the Rays still in first. The Orioles start their series against the Rays tonight. That would be critical litmus test, if you will, to see, you know, are the Orioles legit. Uh, the Rangers coming into second with the Twins in the three spot, followed by the Orioles, Blue Jays, and Red Sox. As the Yankees continue to struggle without Aaron Judge in the lineup. But I think he'll be back this week, so uh, we'll see if they can turn things around there. Um, and then the National League, uh, the Bravos have taken the one spot. Uh, the Dodgers having a great time. Mookie Betts with the walk-off. No, excuse me, he didn't have a walk-off. He had a great throw, but they were interviewing him. Sports center. didn't have a walk-off last night. But playing great, uh, the Dodgers are. I think they've won 12 out of the last 16. Uh, Pirates coming in at third, Brewers coming in at fourth, D-backs in fifth, and the Padres at sixth with the Cubs close behind in that seventh spot. So that's going to conclude MLB for today. And now let's turn to the main event, the NBA playoffs. Um, Sam Carter, we have four terrific series. Uh, unfortunately, we won't know what happens tonight, but there's a chance all four of them could be you know, down to a best of three with the series tied 2-2. Uh, we'll start first uh, with the Knicks versus the Heat. Uh, the Miami takes a 2-1 lead. Um, you know, I think that this could easily be a 3-0 lead for the Heat. You know, Jimmy Butler didn't play, and they barely lost game two. Uh, but the Heat get a huge win with stellar defense and a little bit of Kevin Love action. And let me just say, Sam, you know, Kevin Love with the football pass. Here's what I thought. Here's my question. What if you got, like, an NFL quarterback and you put him in just to rebound, like, all the easy rebounds, and immediately somebody's streaking and you throw, like, a, a, a dime downfield? With a, you know, you have some experience coaching basketball. Just thoughts on that strategy. You know, it made me think of that. Um, Dean, again, I'm going to have to go against you on the hypotheticals. Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to bring some life, um, really. I mean, yeah, I, I can get behind that, but... Now, this is just too outlandish. Well, I mean, Kevin Love... Bring, in, bring an NFL quarterback in? Yeah, I mean, like, get like a really... Get uh, that guy, uh, Richardson. Just got drafted from Florida. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's like six foot five, so... 
He could, he could serve the job. Bring I mean, in Trevor Lawrence. T-Law. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think he, his hair is too flowy for the Six NBA course. You know, once he gets hit, he's, he's down for the count. He's too flowy. <laughs> he's too flowy. I mean, <laughs> best hair all time in college football is up there. He's up there. I mean, his hair yeah. is incredible. I, I want to know how, how long he spends on it. Because he just, he really like fine. Yeah, we do need to see a fine little, comb. A little ro- routine. Yeah, routine check. Get ready with me. What's that? G R W M? Isn't that a TikTok trend? Yeah. Yeah, but. Groom with Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Uh, Alright, well, uh, the Boston Celtics and the Sixers are tied up. Uh, dramatic uh, game one and game four. C's dominate the middle two games. James Harden with the game winner last night. But Embiid struggling. Sam Carter, you got the MVP. Oh, we didn't mention Joel Embiid. MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. Let's just first start with that. Uh, deserved or nah? Um, I mean, yeah. He's... I, th- I would say that he's probably on the team that needs him most. Who needs a great player the most? Like I think that the Sixers would have an opportunity to be below 500 without Joel Embiid. Well, I mean they would be below 500, but besides the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean I think he deserved it completely. Um, I don't know how much of the Jokic he hasn't done anything in the playoffs, so let's not give him three in a row played into that. I hope yeah. it didn't, but it might have. Um, speaking of Jokic, we got more on him later. Yeah, about how he uh, shoved the Suns owner last night, but that's for later. But I do want to mention, you know, preseason, Dean did predict Joel Embiid MVP. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for remembering that. So you know, Sam, I I got you know I'll I'll rescind the compliment. You said Anthony Davis is the critical player, and through these first three games, he's totally been the critical player for that series. Thanks, man. But uh, we'll break that down later. Okay, so my question for you, Sam. Embiid is struggling to shoot the basketball. You know, he's not really having mobility problems. But if you are Doc Rivers, who's really, I mean, he's the ultimate cigar voice. You get <laughs> from all that yelling at Kevin Garnett. Do you limit uh, his minutes on the floor, or do you say, you know, he's the MVP of the league. We got to let him go because James Harden is really playing well. You know, how do you? How would you say you manage him given he's not playing well, but you're still tied in the series? Well, I think, you know, you you gotta you gotta keep trying things, mm-hmm. um, meaning that you keep Embiid in there. I mean, he is the queen, so to speak. You yeah. Know, relating to a chessboard, he's the most important piece. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think that you can take him out. I I don't think you'll get anything. Um, yeah, without him. Yeah, I mean, I got you. Got to just hope he comes around here. But I think this could easily be a sweep right now. Um, you know, it's interesting to see how late in games uh, the Celtics are trying to get Jason Tatum, who is six foot nine, onto Tyrese Maxey, young uh, point guard for the 76ers, who's six foot two, and they're trying to get that matchup switched. But then the double comes, and Marcus Smart has just not been taking shots late in the game. So we'll see. Um, you know, game five coming up on uh, Tuesday night. Should be a fun one in Boston, uh, but that is uh, about it. You know, I think that the winner of this series will win the NBA Finals. Mm. 
I'm calling that out right now. Well, let's turn it over to the Nuggets versus the Suns, and the Suns are looking more like the Phoenix. See whether they're rising from the ashes to tie the series to two without Chris Paul. Devin Booker with an incredible game three. And then game four is what we're here to talk about. Jokic drops 53, but he shoves the Suns owner. So if you haven't seen the clip, you know, Jokic is trying to inbound the ball quickly. And the owner is sitting right there. He grabs the ball off the rebound because it went out of bounds. And Jokic rips it from him. So the owner kind of like steps up a little bit and is like, what are you doing, man? And, you know, he, as part of the altercation, gives him a little forearm, like a little bit of that, like what I just did to Sam. He felt, he did do a little bit of flopping, but later today he has said he feels, uh, you know, Jokic doesn't deserve any punishment. No word yet from the league whether he will be suspended for a game. Sam, should he be suspended? And, you know, we've had a lot of these fan moments of the NBA season. Is it a larger issue? Um, I mean, I think, you know, fans need to learn their place. Wow. They're, they're not players. Um. I mean, obviously, you know, Jokic is going to be heated, you know, in a tight game. Yeah. And you 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 bring yourself into risk when you're trying to size him up. I mean, that's true. I think at some point, you know, you got to let him duke it out, Malice at the Palace style. Wow. That oh, wow. That's uh, bring back some, but not really. I think you know, Jokic does not deserve any punishment. Um, I mean, he doesn't deserve it. That doesn't mean you know, he won't get it. But that's just that's just my take. Okay. Well, I gotta say, you know, even though Nikola Jokic is like as boring as Tim Duncan, mad respect. He's always getting in fights. Last year with Marcus Morris, he got in that yeah. big fight, and his brothers were, like, tweeting, like, we'll come and, like, get you to Marcus Morris after Marcus talked back. So, I mean, respect for getting in the fights, but uh, got to stay out of trouble because he, he's the, the centerpiece yeah. um, for this for the squad. So, uh, you know, see how it works. Michael Porter Jr. kind of struggled a little bit in that uh, game four. So we got a game five with the series tied up Tuesday night as well. Um, so, you know, exciting times, you know, hopefully, I think the Suns are the team I want to win, just because I think it'd be a lot more exciting, yeah. and another LeBron KD series, or even a Steph KD series, would be, uh, pretty, <whistles> if you catch my drift. Nice. Well, uh, let's turn it over to our final, final series, uh, with the Golden State Warriors against the Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers with the... Two games to one lead. Got a shout out. Small world moment. It's totally a podcast story, but I actually, uh, on the Catholic, Charlotte Catholic men's varsity golf team, Will Guthrie, his dad officiated game three of this series. So, wow. small world moment. I gotta, I gotta find out what his dad's name is. So, I'll put that in the description, but uh, shout out Will. Tremendous player in the state of North Carolina, but his dad is an NBA official. So, uh, you know, make, making the big bucks in the playoffs. But, um, you know, it didn't need to, you know, blow his whistle that much because this was a total blowout in game three by the Lakers. And Sam Carter, I mean, let's give Sam, you can stand up for this one. You know, clap it up. A great take on 
Anthony Davis being the key player for this series. When Anthony Davis has played well, Lakers win. Uh, you know, game one, Jordan Poole takes a terrible shot. Uh, but, I mean, that's kind of been the norm as of late. You know, with the Warriors fans getting mad at uh, Jordan Poole in the game two. The Warriors come back with a huge win. And let me just let me break into my little NBA analyst mode. I, may, I hope this makes sense, but I'm going to try my best to do this for the people. This I'm going to try to explain kind of the genius of NBA coaching. So in game one, um, obviously Anthony Davis, he's a key. You might say, Dean, how is Anthony Davis the defensive juggernaut when this team loves to shoot three-pointers? Well, the Warriors, they get their three-pointers by setting up pick-and-rolls for Stephen Curry. He's a tremendous driver of the basketball, and he's able to kick it out to open shooters. Now, when Anthony Davis is on the floor, I mean, he is like Slenderman, Spiderbot, 3000, and it's difficult because nobody has to help because Anthony Davis is there to swallow up the whole lane if even two players are driving at once. So in game one, that's kind of what happened. Then uh, the uh, Warriors switch Anthony Davis on to Draymond Green in game two and set him up in the high pick and roll. So Anthony Davis has got to stay around the three-point line. That kind of neutralized his threat. The Warriors get a blowout. In game three, uh, Darvin Ham, Lakers head coach, sets up Anthony Davis uh, on Jamichael Green, and he's supposed to come out off that pick and roll and shoot the three, like he's going to pick and pop. But he's not really that good of a three-point shooter, so that wasn't working that well, and the Lakers get the blowout. So I don't know how much that made sense. But, you know, that's kind of why Anthony Davis is the key to this series. So, Sam, looking ahead, uh, obviously you had some, some big words uh, talking about, you know, last, uh, you know, last time, talking about you know, Stephen Curry versus LeBron James' legacy. Right now we got a 2-1 to one LeBron lead. I think that Anthony Davis has been more of a key player for the series, and I think that's just kind of showing LeBron's age. But I think he's doing a, a tremendous job facilitating the basketball yeah. Not taking as many shots, um, obviously, but it's Anthony Davis' time to shine. So looking at this right now, let's make your prediction. Who's taking this one? Um, I mean the whole series, not just game four. I'm much. still going to stick with the Warriors, but, you know, <clears throat> you know, both of us said... Warriors in five last time. Yeah. That, was a, that was a pitiful take. So I'm going Warriors in seven. Well, that would be awesome to watch. I'm just saying, but... <coughs> I uh, I don't know. We got you know a lot of factors in the air. What adjustments will we made tonight? I think you got Darvinham, first year coach, but I think he's a master. But I'll tell you, uh, Steve Kerr is Gandalf, and I think he's got something cooked up. So I'm yeah. I'm taking I'm taking the Warriors in Game Four, Warriors in Game Five, and Warriors in Game Seven. Warriors in Seven. Um, interesting to see if it goes to a Game Seven if LeBron James will attempt to shoot a lot of. Shots, maybe you know, have a, a higher usage kind of game, but we'll just have to see. Sam, I'm uh, I'm afraid. I'm not really afraid. I'm sure that this is the end of episode one, two, three, like the Jackson Five. Last qu- final question: What is the best Jackson Five song? You got A B C one two three. Um. Let me let me actually look at this. Um, let me give you a full disc. I'm not a big Michael Jackson fan. I know you're personally. not. But I'm just I'm asking what's the best Jackson. So I'm gonna song. say I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from this. And I'm gonna say that instead of 
whatever the one, two, three song is. I'm gonna say Candy Girl by whatever Belle Bib DeVoe Part One, whatever they're called. Yeah. Okay. Well, soulful indeed, Sam Carter. Hardly. Hardly soulful. I, I mean, I was just saying with the original question about was about a soul group. Yeah. And I'm saying you were soulful. Well, I appreciate that. Well, uh, you know, small world discussion, basketball talk, hypotheticals, it was all covered here uh, on uh, May the 8th, 2023. Uh, Sammy, final thoughts before we, uh, you know, let it, let it rest for infinity. No. All right, well, that's going to do it for episode number one, two, three. And you hear from us next Tuesday.